Hey girlfriend, I'm Samantha. If you're ready to beat burnout, find freedom, and explore what it looks like to live exponentially, you've come to the right place. I'm an Enneagram 2, a projector, and a get-it-done gal who decided that living life by the norm just wasn't working for me anymore. I started a membership back in 2018, and it grew a whole lot bigger and faster than I ever imagined. Then my students started asking me for help in building out their own memberships. By 2020, I became a membership mentor full-time, and soon after, I retired my husband from his career, and we hit the road to become digital nomads in our motorhome. Here, I'll share stories of my students, what it can look like to live exponentially, and how to make it happen. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Exponential Life Podcast. Today, I have a very special guest with us to talk about a really interesting topic. So the title of today's episode is Break Your Biz. And while that might feel a little funny at first, we're going to get into all the details about what it looks like to actually start taking intentional breaks and intentional periods of rest in your business. And I have with me here my friend and client, Abby Miller. And Abby is someone I have always bragged about when it comes to this topic. So Abby is a membership client of mine. She has an incredible membership that we'll tell you a little bit more about. It's called Work Womb. And in that membership, she has always told me like, hey, I take December off and I take July off. And that's kind of a, a no nonsense, no, no room for any, any nonsense around that type of boundary that I hold. And I'm like, I love it. I love it so <laughs> much. So Abby is here and she is going to tell us a little bit about how to get there in your business. And it might be easier than you think. So first of all, I want to introduce you to Abby. Abby is a holistic business mentor and the founder of Workwomb. Inside of Workwomb, which is just the most genius business name I just have to say. <laughs> I remember when I met you the first time, Abby, I was like, I love that. Like, I'm such a name girl and I love the idea of work womb. Abby works with a lot of moms. Um, she works with non-moms too, but she works with a lot of moms. And I just love the idea of like this being the incubator for your business, yes. right? And so inside of work womb, Abby works with busy, ambitious, creative entrepreneurs in the three M's. She does mentorship, masterminds, and she's also the head mama at Mom Club, which is her which is her membership. So can you tell us a little bit more about Mom Club, Abby? Hi, love. Heck yeah, I can. Um, yes, so Mom Club is a global community of entrepreneurial moms that I facilitate as a biz coach. So the space is really, we joke that it's a mullet. We're like biz in the front, kids in the back. And <laughs> this space is really about birthing, pivoting, and scaling our businesses. Um, mm -hmm. And we're all doing it while raising humans, which is a huge, huge, huge shift in how we do things. I was an entrepreneur for 10 plus years before motherhood. So I have a real big before and after story. Some folks, you know, don't come into entrepreneurship till after motherhood. So there's a little less of a, um, Adjustment yeah, <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> Um, yeah, so mom club has been such a joy. Um, we've been around for over a year now and it really was born out of my own pain points. I <laughs> birthed during COVID and, um, didn't quite find the mom group I connected with just because of the state of the world and felt really tapped in 
to the entrepreneurial scene pre-birth. And then obviously we were like in lockdown. So I wasn't going to like, you know, TEDx talks or anything anymore and was really craving that community and found myself like, oh, I don't quite feel like I fully fit in with the moms. And I don't quite like feel like I fully fit in with entrepreneurs and wanting to really find this very niche hybrid space of someone who's holding motherhood and bizhood. And like, so our tagline is it's time we did biz and, and motherhood together. And so it's been such an honor. Honestly, the first, I think I told you this, Sam, we had our first call last year and, you know, I, I opened my zoom and there's like, I don't know, 40 moms from all around the world. Half of them have like a kid on the boob. And I was just like, I just started (laughs) sobbing. I just started sobbing. I was like, I just feel like, you know, you're onto something when you can't choke back the tears, you know? So it's been, it's been so beautiful just personally to really find this space. Um, and then as a biz owner, it's been really cool to play with a membership. I've never done that before. I'm someone who's always done one-on-one or retreats like in-person retreats or, (laughs) um, masterminds that are, there's like a cart open cart closed. And so for a biz model perspective, it's been really fun to kind of play with membership and see how that supports people in a different season of life, um, a different uh, price point, all of it. So it's been really fun just like from the nerdy back end to see mm-hmm. how it supports people. So it was, yeah, it's been so magical. And I hired Sam. Um, I don't even know where I first heard of you. I think just Instagram. We probably just know the same people. Mm-hmm. And you were always on my radar pre-membership. Like I was like, okay, that girl knows her shit. She looks fun. And, <laughs> and then when I, when I decided to, to birth mom club, I knew like as a mom and just as an entrepreneur, I'm in a season where I delegate, I delegate before something like earns its right on my to-do list. I'm all, my first question is, can I automate this? Can I outsource it? Can I delegate? And so I knew from the get-go, I was like, I could research how to create a membership, but I'm not going to, I'm going to find someone who already like knows the ropes. So yeah. So I reached out to you and it was like the, I was just like, yes, yes. Sign me up. Tell me what to do. Let's do this. Um, so I don't know how I, I don't even know where I would be if I hadn't gotten your support. I was yeah, very was, and am very grateful for, um, how you helped shape mom club. I remember meeting you for the first time and being so excited about your energy and the idea that you had. And I was like, yes, this is what the world needs and they need Abby to lead it. And Mm -hmm. it is, I'm just so proud of what you've created with mom club. And now that you're a little over a year in just so excited to see where it's going. So Mm -hmm. mom club sits on the, actually the front end of your offer suite, right? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm how does that kind of work? Do they typically stay in mom club or where do they go after mom club? Yeah. So this is, this is kind of shape shifting, but we have folks who stay in mom club. Um, Mm -hmm. I think for folks with really little kiddos, or if they're really new in biz mom club is just totally enough, you know, where, where, or, or maybe the other, the, you know, kind of the, the moving up, um, towards higher touch offering isn't quite available. Right. I, however, I, 
from like a biz model perspective, it's been a really cool way, you know, for, for, I'm sure most of your listeners are entrepreneurs. We're always thinking about a lead magnet and how can we, how can we, you know, give, 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 give. And, um, obviously mom club is not free, but it's really, really low price. Like mom club. I don't, I don't know when this publishes. So I hate to hate to speak a price, but it's currently under a hundred bucks a month, um, Mm -hmm. where my mentorship is, you know, two grand, for example. So big price jump. Um, and for me, it's been so magical to be able to really connect with so many folks, um, that I don't in one-on-one, it's just a totally different offer. So from that, what's been really fun is that it is a way it's a really low risk, low cost way for people to dive into the world of work womb and say, what's the vibe, what's the ethos, what's the value of this? And, um, you know, almost unintentionally, like, again, mom club was really just born out of this desire. I had it. What there, I mean, of course I'm a strategist, so I love that, but it wasn't even like, I'm going to build out a funnel and it's going to book out all my client. Like that wasn't actually even why I wanted to, to start mom club, but it, that has been the outcome is that mamas come into the space. They love what they're seeing. And they're like, how do I get, how do I get more? So then from there, I'll have moms join one of my two other containers. Um, one is my mastermind, which historically we run once a year. I, I always say like, I think I'll run it next year. I don't know. Um, right. but we're, we're starting that this week. Um, so this year is already sold out and booked out. Um, and then mentorship. So that's my one-on-one really high touch offering. Um, so yeah, I have mamas that, that jump from mom club to mentorship. So it's been really fun also for me, just selfishly, because I already know them. I already know them. I already know their biz. There's already a relationship there. So in some ways we get to move so much faster and farther because there's already that connection, which has been really like a really cool bonus too. Right. I love it. I love when my clients can create like a funnel of sorts mm-hmm. from their membership because that truly, it really is like the progression for at least like a third of the members, right? You're going to have a third that are lifers. You're going to have some that do both, right? The mm-hmm. same, same mom club forever, but are, you know, actively moving through the ranks of the rest of your offer suite um, because you're going to have a lot of clients who are just like, okay, well, whatever Abby does, that's what I'm doing kind mm-hmm. of thing, right? And, um, it's, it's really lovely to see that play out for my clients, because that is the true nature of why we want to create these, these low cost or accessible is what I like to call them Mm -hmm. accessible points of entry so that people can be in your energy and they can kind of vet you out and decide Mm -hmm. like, do I like the way that Abby works? Is she the mentor for me? Is this Mm -hmm. the me? and go forward from there. So I am so proud of what you've done with mom club if you guys want to learn more about mom club specifically um that's not what this podcast is about but (laughs) if you want to learn more about mom club specifically abby um is available on instagram and you can totally chat with her about that oh yeah dms are open Yes. And awesome information page as well. So, um, check out mom club for sure. If you are a mama in business. Um, so the next thing I want to talk about is this concept that I saw you talking about on Instagram and you hosted a, um, what's it called? Like a training training. Yeah. Um, you, you hosted training around this concept of breaking your biz. Can you Mm -hmm. tell me what that means? What the break it is. <laughs> I know. I mean, I chose the title because a, I love an alliteration. My, my child is Wilhelmina Wolf. My business is work womb. We love alliterations oh here. 
We love an alliteration, but also I like that it was sort of subversive. I like that it's like, wait a minute, break your biz. What are you talking about? Like there, I, I like the subversive nature of the title and it's mm-hmm. a little play on words around why it's good to miss your biz and that I live in the United States. We live in a culture that's obsessed with output and productivity and we're all burning out because of it. Um, and then if, again, if you add a layer of motherhood or you know, Sam, you and I were talking like health issues or anything else in your life. Like it's a lot. We need to be able to have a sustainable pace to our biz. And so break your biz is just that it's a training I created to answer the question of how can I miss my work? And Mm -hmm. this is a topic I'm really passionate about. I've been structuring my biz cadence and hours for years and years and years. And I have so many people ask me, either ask me about it, or sometimes I'll have people say, oh my God, you're so lucky. You only work da, 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 da. And I'm like, you think that's a coincidence? Like I built that shit. I advocated for that. Like, and of course I have so much privilege. I absolutely know that. And, and also a lot of it was really intentionally built and through uncomfortable conversation and price raises and boundaries and, you know, all the things we'll get into today, but, um, it was so fun. The training was 90 minutes. Um, it is available on my website for anyone who wants to purchase. And there's also a really beautiful guidebook workbook that comes with it. So you can create your own map, like roadmap for a break. And the way that we focus on it in break your biz is macro to micro. So looking at the annual, like some folks just want to take Christmas off. Some folks just want to take one juicy vacation in the summer. Right. So maybe that's enough for you. Um, if you're not doing that already, I don't know about you, Sam, but like my husband and I are both entrepreneurs. It's so common that we'll look up and we'll be like, cracking up. Cause we're just like booked through a holiday. Cause we, cause we're like, it's a Monday. I have a client. We're like, Oh, it's like a major holiday. We don't have childcare and we don't, we're just laughing. Cause we're like, if you don't have a boss saying the office is closed, you just keep working. Right. Um, so, so much of it is self-knowledge and self-advocacy. And so, so yeah, so annual. And then from there we talk about, okay, within that, you know, and I have clients who, they don't want to take a long vacation, but they want to take a week off per quarter, for example, or so it's really personalizing what supports your body, what supports your rhythms. Um, and then within a month. So I cyclically, I don't work with one-on-one clients the first two days of my bleed because historically I'm someone who's had really painful cramps. And I found that I would have to just either drug myself to get through it or, or I would just be resentful. And I'm like, dude, this is the privilege of running my own biz is that the first two days, I don't have to be on. It doesn't mean that I don't, if I'm feeling okay, I'll still like, um, have a full work day on admin and things off camera, but I'm not going to record a podcast and I'm not going to do, because I know my body and my cycle. And I swear, as soon as I started really honoring my body, my cramps got better. Yeah. I believe um, that. Yeah. Totally. So, so that's another example, like monthly. So I'll have two days a month that I'm blocked off that you can't book me. Um, and then weekly weekly is like, what are your office hours? Um, do you time batch? Are you someone who do you want to see clients five days a week? Do you only want to see clients on Monday? You know, are you working, you know, how many days are you working all of that? So it can be as macro or micro as supports you. Um, but it's yeah, so fun. Yeah. And I think Thinking about your vision and getting into the nitty gritty of what you really want out of life is so 
so important. And I've been creating a lot of content around this recently because just like you, Abby, people are coming to me and saying, how are you living your, your life instead Mm -hmm. of working your business all the time? And I was this person who, you know, I'm a, I read something last night that said, you're not an empath, you're a people pleaser. Uh (laughs) And I was like, ouch. Um, (laughs) no, cause I'm an to I'm a projector and so I tend to be this person who really will grovel to whatever everyone else needs right Mm -hmm. and I know your clients being moms they probably are you know often doing the same thing and it can be really really frustrating when you're building a business that literally is designed to burn you out yeah oh my gosh I experienced that for the first like probably four years of my Mm. business. And I was like, wait a minute. And then when I discovered membership was the true, like, you know, defining factor where I was like, okay, wait a minute. I can make full-time plus income here without working. I was probably working 90 to hundred hours a week, you know, like just insane. And I had an assistant at that time. Like it was not so. And so I was like, what can I do here to help my body heal? Because as Abby and I were talking about earlier, we both have autoimmune conditions and you know there's that saying that goes if you don't rest your body will force you to or totally don't take time off your body will force you to and I have been a a definite victim of that as well and so people will look at my calendar say oh my gosh do you only take clients three days a week yep that's that's as much as I can do physically Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so you're right, like pricing and structure and everything has to correlate and kind of move into that rhythm because you can, can only do what you can do for as long as you can do it. Right. Mm -hmm. And if you're burning yourself out and literally living in the white space that's left over for your biz from your biz, you are going to resent your business. Mm -hmm. Oh, 100%. (laughs) And the whole thing, like we all, a lot of us went from working a nine to five yes, to then only work 365. It's like the irony of it. And I think yeah. so many of us start off with a twinkle in our eye. And like you're saying, the Enneagram two energy of like, I'll just say yes to everyone. You want to work with me? Great. That's what you can yep. pay. Great. And you know, mm-hmm. there's some of that, that is just startup energy, unless you have like a giant investor, I think there's a way that we do just wear all the hats and we say yes to the people, but there is a point where we've like kind of earned. Um, and I don't want to say, I, I don't believe in like the meritocracy of like the harder you work, the more you make, because I literally, the less I work, the more I make is a lot of the season I'm in. I don't mean like being lazy. I mean, being strategic. Um, but I don't know. I, I really believe that like with the burnout that we have to create the rhythm that, cause I think if we don't look at it, we just replicate what we see in society at large. If we start our biz, we're like, Oh, well, I need to work Monday through Friday night, nine to five. And my question is, do you, do you like that? Are you a night owl? Why don't you work five to 10? Are you like stay up yeah. late and sleep in or, um, you know, there's, this is why I, this is like so fun. I mean, we, again, we have the, the training that's available, but also it's so fun one-on-one to customize it because one person's heaven is another person's hell. You know, like right. if yeah. I had to work nights, I would be like a hot mess. Um, yeah. but that's someone else, someone else's freedom. So I was just talking to my best friend about this. She, um, she's gone through my program, um, the offer suite edit program. And uh-huh. she's like, 
well, I'd really like to have a morning routine like you. And I said, do you really want a morning routine? Because you naturally wake up at 10 o'clock and there's Uh nothing wrong with that as, as long as you're working in the space that makes sense for you. Like it's not inherently lazy. Like for me, for me, it felt lazy, but that's because I needed to quit working by three. Like, Uh uh oh yeah. Right. But you know, I, I naturally am someone who needs to rise by six, get to work by, you know, get, get all of my morning time covered and then eat my breakfast and then get to work by 10 and, and then work till three. But Mm -hmm. if you're someone who doesn't want to start work until three, like that's okay too. You have to make what works for you work. Right. Yes. We don't have to live in this box of this quote unquote nine to five. Right. No, not at all. And that's like one of my favorite quotes that I reference in the training is Brene Brown. And she says, clarity is kindness. And I think we have to know ourselves as humans to create anything in the world. I mean, to create it and sustain it, right? Like, um, whatever it is, that's true in parenthood. That's definitely true in bizhood. And I think really recognizing whatever it's like, whatever idios, you know, syncretic thing, it could, it could be like the most random thing. Um, you know, I have a friend who's like, I don't do alarms. She's like, if I can live my life without an alarm clock, I am, I'm a queen. Like, and so for her, she's like, I'm not booking the 6am flight. I don't care if I save $200. Like I'm not doing an Uber at 4am, you know? And so it's like, yeah where someone else might like love the thrill of it and, and that they've saved the money, you know? So it's just like, it's just really knowing yourself. And I think with breaking your biz, I see this as you can do whatever you want. You can, you know, I communicate. So for example, I'll speak a little bit to like my July and December off, which shout out to Emily Thompson, who was one of my first ever biz coaches. And I remember when I hired her, she's like, I don't work December. I was like, wait, what do you mean? She's like, I'm just offline. And she said, my number one goal is to be bored. And as someone who was working 70 hours a week, making 30 to 45 grand a year, I was like, tell me more. And it really, really piqued my interest, um, around not just like, oh, I'm not going to overwork, but specifically giving myself that goal. So I started with December and now have expanded to July. And so with one-on-one clients back to clarity is kindness, Brene Brown, we just weave that into our contract when I bring on a new client. So if someone's a year long client for my mentorship, it's a um, year long and we call it year long, but in the contract, it's 10 months. They're only paying 10 months. We call it year long because they're going to be May to May or June to June. Um, but we take July and December off. And so I don't apologize for that because I'm not yeah. sorry. <laughs> it's like, yeah. this is what I do. This is how you, this is, this is who you'll, you know, who on my team will be available to you if you have questions. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just about that communication piece. And I think that's what I would love for whomever is listening today to take away is like more is possible in your work than you are currently experiencing. Um, right. And I think we can feel, I'm sure a lot of people hire you, Sam, at the point in which they are teetering on burnout and they're like, a membership is going to be my key to freedom. And I think for a lot of us, it is. And also we could launch a membership and then be as beholden to that as we are our one-on-one clients or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. if we're, if we don't have the boundaries. Right. And those boundaries are so, so important. So What would you say to someone who is afraid of holding boundaries and just doesn't have a good history of not only creating, but holding boundaries like Mm -hmm. for themselves? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd be curious what their conscious reason is. Probably um, that they don't want to disappoint anyone and then uh-huh. make enough money. Yeah. 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 Right. Like I'll lose clients. People won't hire me. Right. Um, you know, I just always think of the golden rule and what I rather, so obviously you and I are service providers. So would I rather hire someone would I rather hire a mentor who's a little bit strung out, but they're there, they're there, damn it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or would I rather hire someone who's gonna be fully unavailable for two months a year and be lit up and well-supported and not over leveraged and inspired when they return? You know, I just think right. when we, when we put ourselves in those shoes, we're like, oh yeah, I'm actually giving my clients a gift. Just like anything we do yeah. for biz dev, like every workshop I go to every training, training I attend, every book I read is a gift to my clients. Right. Um, you know, it's like, so I think it's really recognizing the value out of that. And also just like, what's it all for? You know, essentially we work to support our lives. We live in a capitalistic society. Like we need money to do life. And so we don't need, we don't need life to do money. Like it's, it's, there's a way that I think we, we forget that our business exists to serve us. We don't exist to serve our biz. And a lot of that as as entrepreneurs, especially if you're an entrepreneur that's ever had a job is to reprogram ourselves and say, okay, we're, I'm not an employee anymore. I'm the freaking CEO. And And that my vision, my zooming out again, I talk about macro micro, my ability to pause, take a breath and zoom out and look at the big picture is actually imperative. It is integral to my business succeeding, to me making money and me always being in the weeds in the employee energy, literally. Well, yes, if you're a service provider hour for dollar, like you're quote unquote making money, but from a strategy perspective, you're never pausing to zoom out. Um, to make those tiny little pivots and shifts that like change everything. Right. So I think a lot of it is courage and trust, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think also you are going to attract when you move into that energy, you are going to yeah. attract the people who yes. appreciate that, which are going to be the higher quality people that you actually totally. with. And I think that you taking that time off actually inspires your clients and enables them to have the courage to do the same thing. Not only because you are taking the time off and you won't physically be there to quote unquote support them, but also like, Hey, if Abby can do it, I can do it kind of thing. Right. Mm -hmm. Like it gives them that permission slip and it validates that it's actually okay to do this. Mm -hmm. And I think, like you said, so much of this is about breaking down that stigma of what we're taught in this in this world where it's like, okay, well, we have to work nine to five and, you know, you had to graduate high school and go to college and get a good corporate job. And it's like, well, some of us didn't do that. Right. Mm -hmm. A lot of us didn't do that. Or a lot of us are recovering from that. Mm -hmm. And it's totally okay to make your own rules. And I know for me personally, I was stuck in that. I was an employee of myself mentality. Like Mm -hmm. when I first started the first probably three years of my business, I had literally created a job for myself so much so that a, it would never run without me. Yeah. I had paydays, Abby. This was so funny. Instead of just allowing my clients to pay on their contract day, I had the first and the 15th set up as draft days for payments. Okay. Um, We were running a a marketing agency at the time. And so we were doing done for you services and 
the first and the 15th were the paydays, right? So I, I had even created paydays for myself. So I was just kind of like, you know, I've got to break away from this whole idea of a job equals security because mm-hmm. like, especially in this world, I don't know if you guys have been on TikTok and seen all these poor tech people that have lost their jobs. A job is not security. No. Like, kind of brush that right away because that is not the truth. And you as a business owner, not only are you empowered to create your own life, but you are empowered to create your own income and, and everything that comes with it. Right. Mm-hmm. And it is so much more safe. <laughs> oh my God. Totally. Ever be, right. And so I want you to kind of rest in that. Right. And, mm-hmm. and then knowing that you being in charge of your income is safer than a job then move into knowing that you don't have to work the way your job worked. Right. Mm -hmm. So all of that being said with clarity, with boundaries, I loved this thing that you said to me early on, Abby, before we started recording old keys, don't open new doors. So what do we need in order to make this happen? What kind of new keys do we need to bring to our life in order to implement this? Yeah, totally. I think the key of desire, I think for a lot of us, uh, it doesn't, well, there's a, there's a, there's a parable that there was a boy walking down a street and he heard a dog whimpering and he was walking down the street with his dad. And he, he looked over and he said, dad, do you see that dog? He's whimpering. Let's go see. Maybe he's, maybe he's tied up or something. And they went over and no, he doesn't have a collar. He's just laying on the ground and he's whimpering. And why won't he get up and walk? Why is he whimpering? And they looked and he had a little, a little thorn in his paw and he wouldn't, he, he wouldn't, you know, kind of try to get it out. He was just whimpering. And, and they said, why, why he could just bite it out with his teeth. Why doesn't he pull it out? And the dad said, it doesn't hurt badly enough yet. And I heard that parable and it like brought me to my knees because I was thinking in our life, how, how often are we just complaining about something, um, before we take action. And I think for entrepreneurs, we're waiting for someone else to walk up and just yank the thorn out of our paw. That's right there. And I think it's so much closer than we think our freedom, our ease, our flow, our comfort is so much closer than we think. And I think it's really that piece of self-knowledge and saying, Hey, this actually isn't working for me. Meeting people in the morning, um, charging what I'm charging, whatever, right. It could be the most nuanced thing for you of what's not working, but it's truly, it's collapsing the timeline between when you have the pain, (laughs) you know, for some of us, the pain that we're moving away from, or the desire that we're moving towards. And when we take action, I think for so many of us, we're waiting for convenience. We're waiting until it's convenient. Yeah. I'll raise my rates when, you know, yeah, yeah. I'll raise my rates next year, next year. It'll be convenient. I'll, um, I'll stop working. I'll see clients four days a week next year. Yeah. 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 Cause I'll be more confident then. It's like just the, I I just said this the other day on a Instagram, I was like, Nike, Nike knew what they're doing with like, just do it. There's a, there's a point in which I want to, I think the, the new key is, you know, in, in in a lot of ways, I think the new key is it, you know, to, or sorry, sorry, the, the new key to open the new locks, right. Is to really unlock where we want to go. It's getting that support. So if you're having a hard time believing it's possible, whether it's whatever you're seeking for, you know, on this theme of breaking your biz, whether it's the boundary or what you're earning or whatever the change is to surround yourself with people who believe it and are living it. So that's number one. I invest in really, really, really high level, high ticket mentors. I'm in high level masterminds. I consume content from folks who are 
like eight figure entrepreneurs that are like a step ahead of me that I'm just like absorbing their energy and everything. I think it's so, so, so important to steep ourselves in possibility. And so I think for some of us, the new keys is just mindset. For some of us, it's hiring someone on your team so that you feel like you can step away. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's the not waiting. It's the not waiting for it just to magically happen. And then, oh, now, oh yes, now it's convenient for me to take a break. It's never going to be, it's never going to be. And so it just comes back to that, like knowing what you want and taking, you know, taking the steps to set it up. I love it. I absolutely agree. And I, I love that you said like having the courage to do it now yeah, and not waiting because we will like someday ourselves to death. Right. Oh, 100%. I did that. And, and for me, unfortunately I had to learn it the hard way. It was my health that I had to. I had been sacrificing that yeah. forced me to start taking breaks. Yeah. But if you can get ahead of this mm-hmm. and you can give yourself that gift, there is literally nothing sweeter in the world than giving yourself the gift of relaxation and giving your clients the gift of a rejuvenated you, a you that is focused on helping them mm-hmm. rather than you recovering from yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's getting yourself out of, for so many of us, we're so reactive in our biz and in some ways it's kind of sexy. It's kind of juicy and sexy to be like, oh my God, I have so many messages from all my clients or like, I have so many DMS or whatever. And like, yeah, I love that here for that. Um, my ego likes that. And also, um, there's a way that we can be like seduced by that where it's like, wait a minute, what about the proactivity? Again, this is the zooming out and looking at, and that's great if you're, if you're, you know, again, I say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I have clients with all different capacity. You know, Mm -hmm. some folks want to work 60 hours a week and I'm like, cool, get down with your bad self. Let's keep rocking it out. Um, you're making the money you want to make you feel good. Great. Um, a lot of folks are really trying to pair back. And so I think it's looking at, you know, the break your biz model is sometimes you have to you have to, it's an investment. You have to make a little less before you make more. And like, whether that's investing in automation via software or human, you know, like growing your team, I call it your fam, your biz family tree. Like for a lot of us, by the time we're doggy paddling, we're like, oh crap, I don't, I'm overwhelmed. I'm over leveraged. And I don't even really feel like I have the time, you know, for, for it's, it's one or the other. It's either, I don't have the time or I don't have the money. Um, yeah to invest in support. And it's like, oh my gosh, that's exactly when and where you, you should like, um, is, is like, this is the moment because if you're already doggy paddling and you feel like I don't have time for support, it's not going to get better on its own. Um, and I, you know, I've lived that I'm saying that as someone who overworked and under earned and a huge piece of motherhood, you know, I had a really wild initiation into motherhood, a really, um, really traumatic birth and postpartum and also pandemic and, um, mm-hmm. autoimmune disability. I had a lot of layers to the onion for me. And when I reemerged into work postpartum, everything had changed. The world had changed. My body had changed. And I had a lot of reckonings around like, okay, I can't work. I can't just take a client whenever. I was like, these are my hard office hours. This is my childcare hours. And, you know, I say at first, I really, I really fought it kicking and screaming. And now I realize what a blessing it is because there's no argument. It's like, I'm off work at one hard stop. If you want to stay late on our call, that's fine. There's going to be a tiny human that's going to like climb on my lap and start telling you about her unicorn. And like, we're not (laughs) going to get a lot done. And so in some ways, again, whether you have kids or not, Um, again, you and I were talking about 
you know, autoimmune flares or, you know, just even knowing I have to walk after I've sat for four hours, like knowing that about your body, that's a hard stop. That's a boundary. And that, that clarity creates kindness to your body and to your clients. Right. So whatever it is, whatever you need to advocate for, I think it can be so easy to be the frog in the pot. Like, you know, the metaphor of like, if you put a frog in boiling water, it jumps out. But if you put it in the pot, this is like an awful, awful science experiment. I never want to do it, but that if you slowly turn up the heat, it dies. And I think that a lot of us are that frog where our business, you know, if we're, if we're lucky and successful and supported and, uh, focused enough, I think our biz grows and we do start to feel a little in some ways kind of stuck or oppressed by the biz we've created. Like you're saying, it's like, one of my favorite questions to ask clients is like, if you were not your own boss, if someone else was your boss and was asking of you and expecting of you, what you are currently expecting of yourself, would you quit? Would you be like, F you, you're an awful boss. Goodbye. Um, and the answer is often yes. Like even now, sometimes I'm like a little nicer. <laughs> right. That's a good one. I, yeah. I have to, I don't think I've ever thought about that. Like yeah. seriously. Yeah. Like- yes. And a way that I think about it too. So I'm a systems nerd. I live for helping, um, entrepreneurs and moms get focused AF. Like that is my jam. That is my zone of genius. That is my zone of nerdery. I'm like, what are you going to do at noon on a Tuesday? Like what is urgent? What is important? What is in service of your vision? What makes you feel alive? Like that is the question that I help people answer. And I think that um, I do that with a lot, you know, I love ClickUp, I love Slack. I love, you know, there's a lot of, I love notion. There's a lot of ways that we support people with templates and all of this, but a huge, huge, huge piece of it, again, speaking to the moms in the house um, is okay. Let's say, or again, any variable in your life, any, anyone who feels like they kind of have like a wild card, like for me, it would be, I don't know, you know, in 2020, I wouldn't, I, I, my autoimmune is connective tissue. So there were months that I couldn't use my hands. So I would wake up and not know is today going to be a work day or not? Like, I don't know if I can type or not today. And so is this a bones day or not a bones day? (laughs) What'd you say? Do you know Noodle from TikTok? He passed away this year, but no. he was a famous dog on TikTok, and um, he was a he was an older pug, and oh. his owner would stand him up, and he would either fall right back down or, up. and so oh. a bones day would mean that he had the bones to walk, walk around, oh. and a no bones day would be that he didn't. And John, his owner, would tell the world like, "Okay, it's a bones day. It's a no bones day. You can play in bed. Like, take the day off." <laughs> like he was the oracle for everyone. Yes. <laughs> That's it was so good. Oh, yeah. yes. And I think whatever that is for you, whether it's physical pain, whether it's okay, my kid is home with a fever. It's a no bones day. I'm just surviving, <laughs> or whatever. Right. We all have things, you know. It could just, you know, I have a lot of clients that are neurodivergent, and so. Mm-hmm they have days where the focus comes and the days when it doesn't, you know, there's so many things that's right. so bio-individual, but I think the biggest thing for me is when you do have the time and capacity that you know how to optimize it, because I think the most stressful thing is when you actually have time, you have childcare, your body doesn't hurt your, your yeah. laptop is charged. And then you're like, I don't know what to get done. Um, right. so anyway, that's kind of a separate conversation, but definitely a piece of the puzzle. I love it. Thank you so much for diving deep into this with us, Abby. I knew as soon as yeah. I saw this topic, I was like, 
this aligns so much with what I've been talking about lately. And my girls have got to hear this Mm -hmm. and they've got to hear from someone else who is very strict with their boundaries. And I remember when I first met you, you were like, Hey Sam, I've got three hours a week to dedicate Mm. to this membership. Is it realistic? Can I make this happen? And I was like, yes, I love a challenge. (laughs) And I have always bragged about that with you, with other people, because, you know, like, like we know, most of us tend to create these jobs for ourselves. And if you go into whatever it is, doesn't have to be membership, any new offer saying, mm-hmm. all right, I'm going to do this two hours a week, or I'm going to do mm-hmm. this 10 hours a week, whatever it is. Um, if you go in with that clarity and that vision and those boundaries, then you are setting yourself up for success. And totally. I absolutely love that you were strong enough to do that. Strong enough mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur, strong enough in your ability and just knowing that the the more focused and less hours you worked mm-hmm. the better everyone is after that totally so- and i i do want to i do want to peel back the curtain a little bit and just say for anyone listening like I hired Sam, which was an investment. I hired you for thousands of dollars before I even, I had a twinkle in my eye. Like I didn't have a membership. I didn't have, I was an investment. I was in an investment phase. Like I, I didn't have a membership and revenue. I mean, I had revenue in my business, but not for my membership. Right. And I think back to the convenience, back to the, oh, I'll wait. I think for so many of us, we're like, I'll wait till I have proof of the thing and then I'll invest in the thing. And it's like, that's not how it works. And, Mm -hmm. and so I took that risk, you know, I hired you. And then I immediately, like before mom club was live, um, I connected with a magical woman who I, a gal who I had she had done a little bit of like interning with me. Um, we connected to bring her on as we call her the mom club concierge. Um, and she's really my assistant and manager for, for the community. I mean, she, she does all the back and I, obviously I create all the content, but she's the one that's like editing and posting and everything. And she works hours and hours a week for us. And Mm -hmm that's an investment. I think I just want to really say that because it's not just that I like sit back and like respond to a comment. Like I have a lot of humans I'm paying well to run these things. And that again is because I know my capacity and like, yeah, I could like put my kid to bed and from nine to 11, do all the mom club tech or something. And you know, myself, I could totally DIY it, but that is not, I'm not available for that. I'm not of it. My nervous system is not available for that. I am already sleep deprived from three years of motherhood. Like, Mm -hmm. and so I just want to say that because I don't feel like I hear people talk about that a lot. And, and that it really was, again, this wasn't a coincidence that this is sustainable because from the ground up, I got the right software. I got the right humans. I got the right brains and brilliance to support me so that I can step back. And so that it does run without me being in it every 30 seconds. Yes. I love that so much. And Mm -hmm. And you're right. Like you, not only do you have to have the courage, but you also have to know that it takes a village mm-hmm. to run. It totally does. Right. And um, I think it's important to know when you can believe in yourself enough and trust yourself enough to make those investments. And I mean, the nice thing about membership is that it's, it, it comes right back. Like the moment you launch, pretty much you have recouped your investment. Um, for most of my clients. However, when hiring a community manager, you've got to be really honest with yourself. And I think that's a lot of what we're talking about today, right? Is mm-hmm. being honest with yourself about what you want. Do you want to be up at 11 p.m. 
working on backend stuff and replying to comments and adding people into the membership? Or would you rather someone else do that during the day when you're working Mm -hmm. Um, and and you can respond to them and all of that kind of stuff? Now, Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily a luxury. Um, You don't have to go without that. I also had a community manager from the jump and it was one of the the things that made my business more successful. It was great to have additional eyes on my membership that weren't just mine um, because we can get in our heads, especially mm-hmm. with membership. Like every single one of my clients who goes on to alumni Voxer with me, they're on that Voxer with me almost daily, mm-hmm. if not daily, right? And they're like, hey, Sam, okay, this came up. What do I do, right? Mm-hmm. It is so nice to have someone else on your team that can have another set of eyes. And I know that having a community manager isn't realistic for every single one of my clients, but it should always be a goal. It should mm-hmm. always be a goal that you are going to take that off your plate someday. And you're going to give yourself the gift of that time back. And you're going to give everyone in your community and yourself the gift of that, that person's brain as well. So totally. And maybe, and for different needs, you might, or different personality types, you might have someone who's a total backend genius and they live, they're like, give me circle backend all day. Give me all, give me all the Google sheets. Like they, they're obsessed with all of that. And maybe they bring in guest speakers and teachers and they, they're less the face of the biz and more the curator and producer of it. Like, again, I'm, I'm more of an extrovert. I speaking is where I thrive. So, um, I I'm also a systems nerd. So like, it's again, very seduced to do both, but I know that it is not, (laughs) it is not possible right now. Yeah. It's not energetically the best investment for you. Right. Uh, Right. Yeah. So think about that guys. I want to leave you with that. Like, think about what are the best investments for you energetically, monetarily, time-wise, like what would your life look like if you designed your business around your life instead of you designing your life in what's left over from your business? Mic drop. (laughs) (laughs) That's been like my tagline for the last three weeks. I'm like, I need people to really think about this because I didn't give myself the gift of thinking about that before I got to the point where I had to, right? Same. Oh, same. And if you can be proactive about that and even just start playing with the idea, even just start like dreaming about it, you don't have to act today, right? Like this isn't one of those QVC commercials. You don't have to act now or say, you know, pay three, three times more. Like that's not what this is. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You need to start thinking about it. Well, and I love like um, Mel Robbins says, don't, don't tell me about who you want to be, start Mm. acting like her. Mm. And I just love that. It's some version of that quote. And I think, yeah, maybe for whatever reason in your life, the investment doesn't feel possible. I have questions around that, but I also think building out, okay, I can't, I can't take, um, I can't take this July off, but I'm going to take December off. I'm going to start planning that now. Okay. I'm going to like, whatever your dream is to actively start building. It doesn't mean it has to start tomorrow, but I think, yeah, that, that really being it. And I think, um, I have another friend who's like, I don't eat lunch at my desk when I, that's a rule. That's a way that I can feel like a friggin' millionaire. When I'm like, no, I stop in the middle of the workday. She works from home and I go outside and I sit in the sun and I eat soup and I just feel so luxurious and slow. I take 30 minutes and like just that versus the like leaning over your desk, eating takeout or something, you know, it's like DoorDash that you've (laughs) totally and it's all paid three times more than you needed to pay for it. 
Oh my God, totally. I had to, I had to implement that in quarantine because I was just getting so like caught up at my desk uh that I needed to like go outside and take a break because pre-quarantine, I was always out and about doing lunch dates in person. Uh And so I just was getting stuck behind my desk and like, literally I was starting to wither away. Like I picture those, like, you know, those little, like, what are they like sea urchins or something in, uh, in the little mermaid, those things that live down there with Ursula. That's what Ursula has. Yeah. That's what I pictured myself being like, oh my God, I'm just like yeah. stuck down here with no light. That um, sounds about right. I had to start implementing that. And you know, what's really funny, Abby, that you mentioned that you need to start acting and walking in the way that you expect yourself to be my devotion this morning was actually Ephesians 4 1 and I'm gonna read it it says I urge you to walk in the manner worthy of the calling in which you've been called <gasps> like wow. how funny is that how aligned that is, is spot like, on will you read that again yeah I just closed it hold on one second <laughs> okay it's okay we can we think we can replay yeah one quick second. So it is Ephesians 4 1, and it is, I urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling in which you've been called. And my note mm-hmm. on that is, was act as if I already am serving my purpose. Yeah. So even if wow. I don't know what my purpose is, even if I don't know what my schedule should be, act as if you're yeah. already doing it. And that's going to come in with your confidence. And that's when it, it's yeah. going to come in with your boundaries and it's going to come in with your clarity. Like yeah. all of those things will align once mm-hmm. you start walking the walk, right? Mm-hmm. You know, absolutely. And getting it in motion, because I think also just to say like, we can be so precious about our work and to remember, this is all just one giant experiment. Like this yes. is one giant playground like, we're just like, let's try this out and see what happens. Yes. Let's offer this thing and see how it goes. That's why I was saying with my mastermind, yeah, I've done it for, I don't know, six years. And it we really shifted the structure this year. And I had a couple of folks say, I really want to do it, but I'm going to do it next year. And I'm like, great. I don't know if I'm doing it next year, but um, right. because it, it is, it is all an experiment. And so just also to like, have that energy with it, like, okay, this is, you know, walking, walking and to embody your purpose. Like, okay, what is, uh, what's you and I are like all about the quotes today. Um, there's a Howard, (laughs) there's a Howard Thurman quote that says, don't ask yourself what the world needs. Ask yourself what makes you come alive because what the world needs is people who have come alive. And, Uh. and I think that's it. Like, because, and obviously you and I are going to tell people to like, look at your ideal client and like, what are their problems and what are their dreams? And that's a piece of it. And if you are lit up and you are feeling in, I call it your zone of aliveness, that which brings you joy, that's which brings you fun. And that, which is of course profitable. Um, when we're, when we're in that, like we are so generative, we're so creative. We are so in service of our people. And I think just it's, you know, it's not selfish. It's not selfish to, to get yourself supported in feeling good. A thousand percent. Love that. Well, this has been quite the conversation. I have absolutely loved this. I hope the audience loves it just as much. And if they want a little more about this and they want some help mapping this out, you have a recorded training that is available for them. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. And we'll give you guys a special discount code so you can go in and purchase it. Um, It's a 90 minute training and the workbook guide that goes with it. Awesome. And the title of it is Break Your Biz? Yes. 
Break awesome. your biz. And then I also oh. have, I currently have a wait list for my one-on-one -on -one mentorship work. Um, but if you're interested in that, just DM me because I I'm booked out for the year, but I think I have a spot opening up in a couple months. So that awesome. could be of interest too. And where can they find you online, Abby? So my business work womb. So www.workwomb.com. And then my Instagram handle is at workwomb. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us this morning. Um, this podcast is actually airing today. So yay. <laughs> We are going to get this rendered and get it out into the world. And I am just so grateful that you spent this morning with me and with the audience. And I know they're going to love it. Um, if you have not yet connected with Abby, make sure to connect with her. Check out that training. It is incredible. And thanks again, Abby. Thanks for sharing your energy with us. Thanks, Sam. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye.